Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live Alternative Parties podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. and Alternative Parties Books Publisher sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Welcome to the Long Live Alternative Parties podcast. Today, friends, we have another exciting guest on our podcast. His name is Michael. He represents a certain alternative party, and he's running for a certain race. So, friends, we're going to find out exactly what that party is and what race he's running for in a moment. So, welcome to the podcast, Michael. Thank you, Andrew. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here. We're glad to have you, Michael. If we could get started by you kindly giving us an introduction to yourself, a brief biographical sketch. Uh, Well, hello. My name is uh, Michael Dublin. I am a... Lifelong resident of North Carolina, um, basically Raleigh and Garner. Uh, so I um, am running for uh, Congressional District 2 for the U.S. House of Representatives. I am a candidate for the North Carolina Green Party. Um, I awesome. A, yep. So I'm a teacher uh, in middle school. I've taught for a couple of decades here in the area. And... Um, Lifelong learner, husband, father, grandfather, and someone who's always been um, aware politically, even though this is my first foray uh, into uh, running for office. Excellent. So, given that you're a teacher, how does your profession inform your politics? I think I think my my politics. Came first because you know I, I was I was I was raised in a, a household with a, a strong Democrat-led household. My grandmother was always actively involved and made sure that we were involved with things like the NAACP and organizations like oh, that. Okay. Um, and so I think that you know led me into the teaching field uh, because you know I've always been one that's first of all I love to learn but I also uh-huh. like to teach and to help others I mean you know there was a call there was a call for more, you know more male teachers in the public school system and, and, and I saw that you know my, my politics my belief in being of service and helping others led me to answer that call and, and, and to go into uh, the field of education okay sounds good so how about the Green Party? Since you came from a Democratic background, what led you to the Green Party? I uh, many many years ago, I, I, I along with many other people became disillusioned with the, the specifically for me in my case, the Democratic Party. Um, you know, I'm I'm obviously African American from the South, so this is. You know, growing up, the, the, we the Democrats were like, you know, they had a strong hold in, in, in the African American community, and you know, I got to the point where I believed that they were, you know, really taking us for granted, and leaving even the working people behind as, you know, they start to become more corporate, uh, okay. start to, you know, move more to the to the right. I mean, look at what's happening now, you know, as far as, you know, the military campaigns and the amount of money we're spending around the globe and um, sure. it's, it's very it's, it's disappointing. But I, I started to see that many years ago, um, there were things that were happening even in the early two thousand that was really 
bothering me. And um, but at that time, um, even though I, I still was registered Democrat, because as I said, my grandmother was very instrumental in getting us involved in politics, and I didn't have the heart to tell her, you know, like grandma, some of the stuff the Democrats are doing. I'm just not okay. with anymore. So yeah, eventually I did just become a, a unaffiliated voter, and um, so that's how I came to leave the Democrats. Um, now to answer your question, you know, why the Green Party? When um, it came time for me to, you know, get more involved with politics, because I, I I was one of those people that came so disillusioned. Andrew, I kind of just given up. Oh, no. Said, you know, whatever happens, happens, you know. But then I was, you know, convicted and want to get more back involved, and I started looking around. Um, I did not want to, you know, go back to the Democrats. And, you know, I looked at the different party platforms, especially, you know, the independent parties. Because uh. I was already knowledgeable about Republicans and Democrats. Um, but just to find out more, and I found out, like, you know, the things that I have believed all my life, you know, I, I fit in right there with the Green Party. I've always been involved. Okay. Yeah, I've always been involved with the environmental causes. I've always been involved for, you know, social justice and, and, and marching for that. I've, I've always believed that people should have health care and real health care, not junk health care. Uh, and even from a, the, the time I was a child and learned about our society, and when I found out that everybody didn't have health care, and it's, it, it shocked me. It's like, wow. wow. And I knew that we were a country that could afford that. I mean, I, I you know, and I, I was really shocked and amazed that we treat our citizens like that, you know, when, when we definitely had the resource to do it. So the Green sure. Party, once I started looking around, it was just, just a natural fit for me. All right. So for your race this election cycle, what are the issues of your platform? Well, um, as I stated before, when my, 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 you know, universal health care, single-payer health care, um, livable, respectable wages, I, I believe the workers, and, and that's why I support the unions and you know, okay. I, I say, you know, not 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 minimum wage because I don't believe there are minimum people. So uh, definitely wow. support that. Um, stopping this, this war machine. I mean, all these all these trillions of dollars we spend, and I, now I don't mean not taking care of the troops. Not we want to take care of our, you know, the people who you know that, that have served. They're, they're, yeah. they're your they're your blood and. And bone people who need who need healthcare too, um, but just this stuff about this imperialism around the planet, you know, spending trillions of dollars and and of course the hot well I say hot topic, but the the most pressing need right now is to you know get this ceasefire in in, in Palestine and yep. and let's, let's start with the, with the murder and the killing that our tax dollars will help to pay for. Yep. And, you know, um, and so I know I, I said it's a hot topic now, but it's, it's been a topic before. In fact, when I said I was disillusioned with the Democrats in early 2000s because, you know, they, they, you know, Gaza got bombed, you know, back in 
the early 2000s and 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 you know we had a democratic president right back then and you know i was like well what the heck you know and and um that was something that, that really bothered me even back then it's like well what's going on where we're taking part in this and supporting this yeah So what would you recommend that our nation do in regards to this? You should withdraw completely from from Israel's alliance, or how should we handle it? Um, we're definitely, uh, you know, the, the BDS movement where we, you know, boycott and, and divest from, 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 um, you know, supporting um, the things that Israel is doing right now. I mean, even before what the recent events, I mean, Amnesty International did a thorough report saying that, you know, Israel is an apartheid state. Wow. And so, yeah, we, we definitely need to, to divert the, uh, the BDS movement, you know, sanctions, definitely sanctions, and, and to... Uh, and, and the boycott, and that's what we, as, you know, our citizens, and we should demand that that our government do that. This is my opinion. yeah, I agree that we should demand that our government do that um, because it's, it's 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 the right thing to do. Sure. I mean, the, the international community is is crying out. You know, they're saying, hey, why you know why is it? That you, we stood against apartheid when it was in South Africa, <clears throat> but now um, we're saying that you know there are allies, so we have to support them. And I think the numbers uh, in, in our society show that most citizens in this country, you know, don't agree with continuing to support that. That's good. That's reassuring. So, for your campaign, what does it take for you to get on the ballot for ballot access? Well, I'm on the ballot. Um, I'm free and clear. You're an idiot. Okay, I'm good. I'm free and clear. Um, in North Carolina, um, the, the Green Party has ballot access. Oh, good. Um, okay. So, I don't know if you follow the struggles that we had last year, the last cycle, as far as getting on the ballot, because we had to get a certain amount of signatures, which... We got well and above the amount of signatures needed. Okay. Um, there was a big struggle with, with us getting our candidate, our candidate in the Senate, Matthew Hope. Uh, so the, the Democrats, who they, they threaten people, they call people. They, I mean, now all this is, all this is, uh, you know, documented. And so they weren't successful in keeping us off the ballot. They were successful in delaying the process so that. To the point where we actually got on the ballot, we only had a few months to campaign. So I guess they won in that regard. Uh, but for this cycle, uh, we've already got uh, ballot access, so uh, we have our candidates on the ballot. Uh, oh, good. So why not worry? What was the question? I said I said that's good. One less worry for you. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Yeah, that's a big struggle we hear about all the time with our 
candidates we interview is jumping that hurdle. So it's good that you jumped it. Yeah, and I and I would say that um, for me, I'm blessed. Uh, like I said, the previous cycle, those those candidates didn't get a full cycle. Ah. Um, uh. So at least this time around, we get we get more time. Like I said, we're free and clear. Um, I don't have to uh, participate in the primaries because there's. Uh, no other Green Party uh, candidate uh, vying for this position of um, okay. U.S. House District 2. Well, that's good. So what's your strategy for reaching the voters? Well, uh, one of the big, well, there's a couple of ways. Um, we, we have a, a meet and greet, and we, we, we publicize this um, okay. through... The coalitions that we we work with in, in, around the Raleigh and Garner area. Um, so um, we reached out to them. Um, we have, uh, you know, obviously done the, the basic stuff like calling and email blasts to uh, our Green Party members. Um, and I guess, you know, this is 2024, so the big thing is social media and having a social media presence. Um, and so that's going to reach a lot of people that we, you know, can't reach um, by, by going and meeting them physically. Uh, so the plan, I mean, the social media is is starting, is is, is building, we're building something uh-huh. on that, and uh, the plan is to get out there. I mean, we do go to many. Uh, we support our, 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 you know, like-minded. Organizations and 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 their uh, rallies and uh, you know things of that nature, and we will have our own events. So we might okay. have a series of events as well. Sure. So it sounds like you're talking about we a lot here. It sounds like you have a nice team helping you out. Yes, um, and that's that's the great thing about it is that. You know, we have people that, that that believe that we can do better than the, the, the two-party duopoly system that we have. Yeah. So I, I'm amazed that the people who are, because we're, we're not talking about rich people. We're talking about average American citizens who have jobs and children and, and you know, and they're committing time to this. Uh, now, obviously, we, we're we always looking for more volunteers because, um, you know, as you know, we won't have the the, the – Three million dollar war chest, or where we can pay a hundred thousand dollars to a political consultant. You know, we don't sure. have the, the. I call them. We don't have the political interest groups. <laughs> you know, oh. uh, supporting us and uh, basically, you know, for the for the candidates of the, the large corporate parties, they they are beholden to those large investors. You know, I, I talked to someone the other day, very important person in my life who said that, you know, these candidates when they get in office, they, well, before they get in office, they, they promise the world but then when they get in, they only spend like 3% of their time to hit up the people, the real people because they have to spend the rest of their time you know, placating those big time donors and, you know, the parties and that's why you know, these corporate politicians, when you listen to them they pretty much all say the same thing because they're mouthpieces for the, sure. Yeah, the big corporations and so I'm 
pretty sure you know that. <laughs> Most oh, yeah. As well. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're very familiar with that. We hear about it all the time, and then we experience it firsthand, so, sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We got to... I think we just have to... We have to continue to to not lose hope. And as I said, man, I there was a time period where I just kind of like, man, forget about it, but I'm back. Oh, that's good. How'd you get back? What did you do to regain your focus and your purpose? Well, and that, that's, a, that's a great question. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know if, if it's a specific thing, but, you know, in my years of, of teaching and, 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 you know, trying to encourage people, you know, to get involved, so I, you know, I, I teach this stuff. You know, it's not, you know, it's part of our curriculum to teach government. So the basics I teach, um, and I encourage kids. I'm like, you know, guys, you know, when you become adults, hopefully you'll be involved. And I, and I talk to my family members and coworkers and friends. I'm like, yes, yeah, we need to get involved. So I've always been that person that can say, yeah, this is what's going on. This is how we can get involved, and and I'm that person that people ask questions to. So I, I don't know, Andrew. At some point, it just came to me where uh, I'm, I'm I'm encouraging people to get involved and, and to run for office and you know to to be leaders. And then it's like you know it just dawned on me that you know maybe it's my time to actually step out and and and, and practice what I preach. There you go. And, and, and to do it and. I also, I'm also going to blame my son. Uh, we were out jogging one day, and he he asked me. He said, "He said, pops, what you going to do when we leave teaching? Something easy or something hard?" And you know, it sounds like a simple question, but it is kind of profound when I when I thought about it. And you know, it just I knew um, that you know teaching wasn't going to be the end for me. It's not like I was just going to ride off into the sunset. Sure. Um, but that there was more work to be done, and I just feel like this is the direction that I, I've been, you know, guided into. That, uh, and, and I struggled with this too with religion and politics for the longest time. I was like, well, you, you can't really mix them. That's what I'm thinking about it. Uh, you know, on a, on a personal level, um, I, you can't mix them. Obviously, <clears throat> well, let me say this straight. Because we don't live in a, uh, you know, a theocracy. So, but as far as individuals, as far as me and my my belief in God, that I should be doing something to make things better. That I should be doing things to make things better and, and, and serve other people. Then that that led me into, like, okay, I, I can't give up. I, you know, I, I, what, what am I doing saying that, you know, I've, I've lost hope in, in the system because it looks hard, because it looks difficult, because it looks impossible to change. If I say that, then then what good am I, you know? No, I, I have to get in there. I have to say, yeah, we can change this. Yeah, it looks bad now. It looks like we cannot defeat this massive opposition we have. 
<clears throat> that we're called to do oddly, but but we can. And and so that's what changed me. Saying, hey, wake up, <laughs> you know, wake up, Michael. Okay, you got, you got to get in here and 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 continue this struggle. Perfect. That's a good call to action. Right. Yes. So earlier you said you need you can always use volunteers. Is that the best way for people to support your campaign, or are there other ways people can support your campaign? Yeah, well, you know, volunteers, and, and I'm not, a, I'm not, I might be a bad politician if I don't ask for a lot of money. <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's one of these things where you know, <clears throat> the people that I know that are still like involved with Republicans and Democrats, they say, they tell me they're like, they say, Mike, it's, it's impossible for you to win. They said, you know, you don't have you don't have the resources. It they just it's just impossible. So um and, and I'm not one to go out and spend you know, ask people to you know, to spend, you know, a thousand dollars to buy a dinner plate to come meet me. So I I don't know you know, so volunteering but, but definitely we need funds. Uh, so donations. Um, even though I'm not the best at asking for money. Uh, but definitely volunteering and, and donations. Okay. So if they want to do that, is your campaign website the best place for them to go? Uh, yes, the campaign website will be the best way to go. All right. And kindly tell our audience what that address is. Uh, org front slash Michael Dublin. All right. Now, if they can't remember all that, they, they can go to Dublin Four, the number four Congress. dot org, which would take them to the same site, but they would have to click an extra button. Okay. So, you know, but it's easy to remember, but it's one extra step. Okay. All right. I plan to get those in the show notes. Hey, I, hey, that's massively appreciated. Sure thing. Michael, we thank you for coming on the podcast today and talking about your campaign. It sounds like you got a good thing going. Thank you, Andrew. And thank you for the encouragement, and I appreciate the work that you're doing. That's nice of you to say. All right. Y'all have a good evening. All right. Take care and all the best. All right.